greatness of this month and we don't show it the appreciation that we should be showing it. Those who truly understood what is Ramadan all about, then there is mentioned in the kitabs about many of the pious predecessors, the Salafus Salihin. Six months before Ramadan, they would start preparing for Ramadan, start anticipating, awaiting, eagerly waiting for the approach of Ramadan and for the start of Ramadan. They understood what this Mubarak month is all about. And then in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, the last ten nights are of very special significance. And it is in this last ten nights that comes the very, very great occasion of Laylatul Qadr, the night of power, the night of Qadr. And it was mainly to search for Laylatul Qadr, not only, but mainly to search for Laylatul Qadr, that Nabi Kareem encouraged the A'tikaf and he himself observed A'tikaf. So this A'tikaf is something Nabi Kareem observed every year till he left this dunya with great importance to it. And this very Ibadat Allah has afforded us the opportunity out of His grace, out of His mercy. And once again, Allah allowed us to come into His house and to fulfill this Ibadat of Atikaf. Those of us who are here for the Sunnat Atikaf, any time of the year, any duration of time, and this should become a part of Every time that we enter the masjid, we should be making the niyat of etikaf, nafil etikaf. That is not confined to any specific time of the year, and neither is there any prerequisite that it must be with fasting, and nor is there any condition of a specific amount of time. So even if a person is not making sunnat etikaf currently, but we should try to be as much as possible within the masjid boundary, Obviously, if the masjid is full, we're going to be outside the boundary. But as far as possible, to be in the masjid boundary with the niyat of nafil etikaf. And if a person now has entered the masjid, within the masjid precinct, within the boundary of the masjid, with the niyat of nafil etikaf, that itself starts making him conscious that I'm not just here, just sitting and doing nothing. I'm already in an ibadat. And therefore, now I should be engaging myself in a way that I connect with Allah Ta'ala. So that is for any place, any masjid, any time of the year, any masjid within the boundaries, any time of the year, for any period of time. One should take advantage of that opportunity and make the niyat and be within the masjid and then conduct oneself consciously. But nevertheless, this is a very special opportunity Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, the masnoon atikaf of the last 10 days of Ramadan. So every amal, every ibadat, Allah Ta'ala has made it a means of great, attaining great rewards, great mercies of Allah Ta'ala, great barakat and blessings. But together with that, every ibadat has something which is a specific benefit of that ibadat. 
So zakat has its own specific benefits. The benefits of zakat will not be attained by fulfilling some other ibadat. That ibadat will have to be fulfilled in its time. The zakat will have to be fulfilled to fulfill the zakat. The qurbani, ibadat of qurbani comes, that is only going to be the specific ibadat itself will only be fulfilled by slaughtering that animal and the specific benefits of that ibadat will only be attained in that manner. Person feels well, the same animal will be 2,000 rands, I will give 5,000 rands in sadaqah. That 5,000 rands in sadaqah, mashallah, he'll get the reward of sadaqah, but neither will the qurbani be fulfilled and the specific benefits of the ibadat of qurbani also will not be attained by the sadaqah. He'll get the reward of the sadaqah. But qurbani is something specific. And Allah Ta'ala has ordained the qurbani separately. So every ibadat has its own specific benefit. And that benefit will only be attained when that ibadat is done the way it should be done. So the qurbani will be attained when that qurbani is done the way it's supposed to be done. Fasting, the specific benefits of fasting will come when a person has kept the fast the way he should be fasting. And if he is not keeping the fast the way he should be fasting, then though he is fasting, but the specific benefits are going to be lost. Therefore in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Kareem says, مَن لَمْ يَدَعْ قَوْلَ الزُّورِ وَالْعَمَلَ بِهِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةٌ أَنْ يَدَعَ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ وَكَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ person is fasting, but he doesn't stop evil talk, he doesn't stop evil actions. So Nabi Islam says, Allah Ta'ala has no need for his staying hungry and thirsty. Yes, if he kept the fast, the obligation will get fulfilled, but the specific benefits of that fast are lost. The ibadat has its own specific benefits, and for that purpose Allah has given fasting. So now he's fasting, but he hasn't given up. Now that fasting was meant to train him to stay away from haram throughout the year. But while fasting, he hasn't stopped haram. While fasting, his tongue is still carrying on with all kinds of evil talk. While fasting, his eyes are still looking at haram. His ears are listening to haram. His heart and mind is engaged in haram. So when that is happening while fasting, where is it going to restrain him after Ramadan? So if he's going to fast the way he's supposed to keep that fast, then inshallah that will grant him, bring him that spiritual strength for after Ramadan. While he's fasting as well, and after Ramadan there will be that spiritual energy that will keep him inshallah on that same track. So just as every ibadat has a specific benefit, fasting has the benefit now that he conducted himself correctly, it will develop taqwa in his heart and this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala will come within him and now he will be able to conduct himself correctly after Ramadan as well. So every ibadat provided it's done the way it's meant to be done, then it will bring its intended purpose, its the objective that has been placed in it and then a person will see the true benefit of it. Likewise, i'tikaf is a specific ibadat. And i'tikaf, 
there is a certain procedure of how etikaf is to be done. And when a person does that etikaf in the manner that it is meant to be done, then that etikaf will bring with it that benefit which, which is inherent in it, that barakat which is in that amal. And that which Allah Ta'ala has granted us this great ibadat for, inshallah that will be achieved. So one is the physical part of this amal in terms of coming and confining oneself within the masjid boundary. So now Allah Ta'ala has made the masjid the place of etikaf. That is itself already an, the main issue. But apart from that a documented illness that a person he cannot do without the urge, without fulfilling the urge of taking a selfie. It's, a, it's an illness. Like this now we heard of sinusitis and appendicitis and whatever all. This is another situs also. Selfitis. So in any case, the point is that that is regarded as now suddenly a very big honor and a person has to now make note of it and it becomes something now to tell everybody about. Can we imagine what great honor Allah blesses somebody with, Allah Ta'ala invites him into his house to spend time in the masjid, in etikaf. So this is no ordinary thing. This is something which Allah Ta'ala has out of his grace, out of his mercy afforded this opportunity. Now just as the month of Ramadan itself is a very great na'mat of Allah Ta'ala, but this na'mat also has to be all the time in this ni'mat to be conscious of that hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa which is well known to us. <coughs> Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa came into the masjid and he stood on the first step of the mimbar and he said Ameen and then the second step Ameen the third step Ameen and then he descended so Sahaba Ikram asked that this was something unusual so Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa then explained that on each of those occasions that he said Ameen, Jibreel came and he invoked a curse. And after having invoked the curse, he said to Nabiya Kareem Salaam, Kul Ameen. You say Ameen. So where is this happening? Is happening in Masjid Nabawi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And where right on the member of Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And who's invoking the curse, Jibreel, the greatest of the angels of Allah Ta'ala. And who is he instructing to say Ameen? The greatest of all the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu is saying Ameen to it. And one of the three occasions was that Ba'udha man adraka Ramadana falam yughfar lah. May that person be destroyed. The month of Ramadan came to him and he still failed to gain his forgiveness. Because he still conducted himself recklessly. Still didn't bother about staying away from haram still didn't bother about making sincere tawbah, still didn't turn to Allah Taala. such a great opportunity, such a great bounty, such a great na'mat of Allah Taala. he just showed no regard for it. So on the one side, the na'mat being very great, has such great bounties, such great barakat, blessings, and a person who applies himself correctly, he earns tremendously. But then, the consequences of disregarding such a great na'mat, this is how severe it is. That the person then becomes the victim of this curse of Jibreel 
and the ameen of nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam what chance that a person have thereafter now just as that being a very great ibadat very great opportunity very great occasion but not given the true appreciation and not given the correct regard the consequences were so severe now likewise we have to understand the opportunity of ihtikaf that this is no ordinary thing this is allah taala's invitation to come into his house the only by allah taala's tawfiq it's nobody's ability of any sort so it is not that anybody makes ihtikaf based on his understanding based on his wisdom based on his ability or his piety or anything nothing nothing at all purely allah taala's tawfiq allah taala's invitation this is something to keep pondering over keep pondering over and becoming conscious very conscious very very deeply conscious of that it is only allah taala's tawfiq ye qadam uthte nahi uthaye jate hain this is nobody's ability these these steps are not taken on their own allah taala makes it to be taken so allah taala brought us into his house now this is no ordinary thing how we going to appreciate it again keeping in mind the hadith about ramadan the person who doesn't show the true appreciation and disregards it how severe the consequences are so likewise we have been afforded a very great opportunity being in the house of allah taala and being allowed to be staying in the house of allah taala for this duration of time now the issue is what is the ruh and the soul of this ihtikaf so mashallah it's a very great ibadat every ibadat has tremendous reward and sawab and then in the month of ramadan being in the masjid and in the niyat of ihtikaf then all the ibadat the person performs all this is multiplied rewards and being in ihtikaf even if he's sleeping also is in ibadat if he's fast asleep also he's still getting rewarded and trenches between him and jahannam are being built so all this mashallah the rewards are tremendous but what is the ruh and the soul of this ihtikaf like the ruh of fasting is that the person attains that taqwa he conducts himself in that fast with taqwa he stays away from haram he refrains from everything allah is displeased with he tries to maximize the amount of good deeds that is the ruh of fasting that that taqwa is attained so likewise what is the ruh of ihtikaf so one is the physical part of ihtikaf that the person has physically confined himself physically confined himself to the boundaries of the masjid now he will not step out at all unless for the need that shariat has allowed that that too for the minimum time necessary he will just go for example he has to go and relieve himself whatever he will be back within the shortest period of time he needed to make wudu he'll go and make his wudu without any delay he'll come back into the masjid so with the niyat of ihtikaf now he will fulfill that in that manner that ihtikaf will get done but just as physically restricting oneself to the boundaries of the masjid this is the physical fulfillment of the amal of ihtikaf the ruh of ihtikaf and the soul of ihtikaf is now to restrict the heart and confine it towards focusing towards allah taala 
just as his body is now confined to the house of Allah Ta'ala, his heart fully focused towards Allah Ta'ala. Just as his body is now physically away from everything outside the masjid, physically he is not in his business, he is not in his home, he is not on the street, he is not in some car somewhere, driving somewhere, he is nowhere else, he is in the house of Allah Ta'ala. So just as physically he is all the time in the house of Allah Ta'ala, now the spirit and the ruh and the soul of Atikaf is to bring his heart connected to Allah Ta'ala. So that requires now that the person now conducts himself in a way that he cuts himself from anything unnecessary outside. And without that, the spirit of Atikaf is going to be lost. There are certain necessities, etc., that is really necessary, something that has to be done out of sheer necessity, that's a different matter. But unnecessarily keeping himself connected to anything outside will destroy the spirit of Atikaf. And unfortunately in the time and age that we are, that previously a person 99% of the things automatically got left outside when he stepped inside. Automatically 99% of the things, there was no chance of it coming along. But now it is possible to bring 101% of the things inside. By means of the phone, 101% of the things and forget 101% of things, maybe much much more because 3 quarter and 90%, 99% of the things are not even relevant to him. It's all other things of the world. But everything brings the whole world along into the masjid. That is the manner that a person conducts his etikaf, that already that ruh and spirit of etikaf is going to be totally destroyed. Now the whole purpose of etikaf is to connect ourselves to Allah Taala. In order to connect ourselves to Allah Taala, there are the do's and the don'ts. So on the side of the do's, everything is quite clear cut. One is the faraiz, we are mashallah in the masjid. So every effort to make every salah with takbir ula. There should be no reason unless something beyond a person's control, no reason to miss any salah with takbir ula. And this should become a starting point and a training ground to continue with this after Ramadan as well. That every salah with takbir ula, salah with jama'ah in the masjid is a very, very emphasized aspect in deen. To the extent that on one occasion, Nabi Kareem wasallam, the well-known hadith, says it was my intention to ask somebody else to lead the salah, so that I could go to the homes of those who are performing their salah, at home and not attending the masjid without a valid reason. And I may burn their homes down. Can we imagine, Rahmatul lil alameen, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is saying this, this is not something that would be said for any minor thing. The severity of it can be understood merely from this. That Rahmatullil Alameen is saying that this was my intention. I order somebody to perform the salah and I should go and find now because now obviously somebody is not in the masjid, why is he not in the masjid? So he is performing at home but is there a valid reason? If there is no valid reason then my intention was to burn the home down. Had it not been for the women and children in those homes I would have done it. So how important this is, and together with that, the effort to make every salah with takbir ula. So now this is a starting point. This is a chance now started off. 
So there should be no reason to miss any salah with takbir ula. And in fact, at the latest, by the time the azan commences, we should already be in our saf. We shouldn't be sitting in the cubicles or upstairs or wherever. Already be in our saf, engage in tilawat of the Quran Sharif, engage in some tasbihat, zikr, the zikr of Ramadan, the special wazifa of Ramadan. People sometimes want to know what is the wazifa of Ramadan. The wazifa of Ramadan, Nabi Kareem Salaam himself gave us. That excessive recitation of La ilaha illallah, istighfar, asking Allah Ta'ala for Jannat and seeking refuge from Jahannam and some mashayikh, mashallah, made it so easy for us. La ilaha illallah, nastaghfirullah, nasadullah al-jannah, wa na'udhu billahi min al-nar. All folk combined in one line. So that a person now is fulfilling all this every now and again. Every now and again. And especially now in those moments, sitting before Salah, waiting for the Salah to commence, that time should not be wasted, that time should not be just let go without some constructive amal. So, mashallah, that wazifa, oh, tilawat of the Quran Sharif, some other askar, tasbihat. So, in any case, that is something that should never be missed out every Salah with takbir And then together with that, the wajibat, the sunnat, sunnat mu'akkada, in this time that we are here, sunnat ghair mu'akkada also should not be missed out. And then together with that, whatever nawafil, after all, this, this is the means of taqarrub ilallah. Ama taqarraba ilayya abdi bi shay'in. Nabi Kareem sallallahu says in the hadith qudsi that Allah ta'ala says, that my servant doesn't get closer to me with anything as much as the faraiz. And after the faraiz, ama zala abdi yataqarrabu ilayya bin nawafil, hatta ahbabtuhu. And then he continues to get closer to me by means of the nawafil. For us, nawafil means leave it out. But a person aspiring to get close to Allah Ta'ala, and he says, what a fill, no, or leave it out. So he doesn't aspire to get close to Allah Ta'ala really. If he has truly the aspiration to get close to Allah Ta'ala, when he's truly aspiring to gain somebody's closeness, then forget what the item is, he's also figuring out how to try the ribbon. Just to attract somebody's attention. He's paying so much of attention on the packaging, let alone what's inside. So for that dunya, that packaging also is very important, which is going to be torn and thrown away. And for getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, the nawafil leave it out, don't worry. Even sunnat waqqada, that's ghair waqqada, sunnat ghair waqqada, don't worry about it. So we don't have that aspiration to get close to Allah Ta'ala really. So in any case, the nawafil, etc., and especially in the month of Ramadan, now in Atikaf, Salatul Tahajjud in particular, we are awake at that time, Sahri, even if we are not in Atikaf, this should never be missed in this Mubarak month, as far as possible. So some rakats of Tahajjud, and then together with this, whatever other ibadat Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, especially the odd night, especially, we should try Salatul Tasbih, what a great ibadat, inshallah, one of the days we might discuss the Fawilat and virtue of this as well, something well known to us. So, as much as possible, these are all the do's, as much as we can. Not confining ourselves to just one or two things, trying as much as we can. Obviously, we need time to rest, we need time to fulfill whatever our needs are, all that in its place. Person needs to rest, by all means he should rest. But apart from that, these are the do's to try and maximize. But then the very, very crucial thing is the don'ts. Many a time, like in fasting, mashallah, the do's are fulfilled. A person has to fast, so how he must go about fasting? Alhamdulillah. He is not engaging in anything that breaks the fast in terms of eating, drinking, etc. So the do's are done. 
he also is now, sometimes a person didn't make his salah before Ramadan, Ramadan is making his salah to Alhamdulillah. But when it comes to the don'ts, then when it comes to the don'ts, that's where everything suddenly starts falling flat. Now the person is fasting too, but his eyes haven't stopped looking at haram. He's fasting also and he's still vulgar, he's still making ribad, he's still talking obscene things, and then sometimes in the masjid also, so the whole spirit of that ibadat is all lost, that fasting is all lost. Person is now doing one side the good, but he's destroying it with the indulgence in the domes. Likewise at Akaf, mashallah, we are exerting ourselves in so many amal, but if the domes, and in particular in the masjid now, while in the masjid, what is the person going to do now? Inshallah is very very far-fetched, though these things are not impossible anymore with the smartphone, the shaitan smart tool everything happens, whether it's gambling now, the example we are going to use is now person is not going to sit in the masjid and gamble, but that too hasn't become impossible Allah forbid, Allah Ta'ala save us all that in the masjid, what not happens so, the thing is that now Nevertheless, inshallah, Allah Ta'ala gave us a tawfiq to come into his house. I'm going to get engaged in, the person now is in the house of Allah Ta'ala, he's not going to be gambling, he's not going to be engaged in some other filth and evil, he's going to be engaged in taking some drugs and involving himself in drinking and whatever other sins of that nature. But when none of those things are possible, there's still something that is all the time with us. And that is the tongue. And this is where we lose many, many things. We lose it by our tongue. The house of Allah Ta'ala, worldly talk, raising our voices, and then sometimes getting beyond just worldly talk, getting into ghibat, backbiting, getting into other futile things. This is the most important thing in Atikaf in particular in terms of the don'ts that we keep our tongue from speaking anything that is out of line. And in order to stay away from whatever is out of line, we have to keep away from all futile talk as well. And in fact in Atikaf, we try to keep away from any kind of general discussions also as far as possible. Obviously, there is no Atikaf like part of Atikaf that a person must remain silent. Something he'll discuss sometimes eating alongside somebody, he'll talk something, whatever provided is well within the limits of Shariat, it's not against the adab of the masjid in any way. But idle talk, just futile discussions and idle talk and who are you and where you come from and what you do for a living. He says, no, no, I, I do fishing for a living. He says, you do fishing for a living. I live to fish. So, so now, but in that fishing now, shaitan caught both of them hook, line and sinker. Now from there, where that discussion will go and Allah forbid where he'll finish off and where he'll drown them. Now it starts off from sometimes something outwardly very innocent. Just getting to know now, after all, you see my friend now, somebody is now next to me, I need to know where this person comes from. Ashallah or Kabir, they, when they were studying and acquiring the ilm of deen, Hazrat Masihullah Khan sahab rahmatullahi is mentioned about him, himself and Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Gangori sahab rahmatullahi at one time were roommates. So obviously being roommates, if there's some need somebody has, there would be more than what we can think about ready to help out, do something. But neither knew who the other person is. 
because both were so engrossed in the purpose that they came for. The result of it, they became beacons of light for the whole world. Their nur is shining till this day. Ah, that fears and that benefit that they left behind, and likewise other Akavir as well. But the lesson in this is that the, the purpose that they undertook something for, they engrossed themselves in that. They didn't take half measures. They didn't just go now 50-50, okay, we'll pass some time. They went in for an objective, they had their purpose in front of them, and that then, the end result of it, the whole world saw. So likewise, this is Allah Ta'ala's na'mat, Allah Ta'ala's bounty, Allah Ta'ala's great favor and ihsan. Allah Ta'ala afforded us this opportunity to come into the house of Allah Ta'ala, to engage in this very great ibadat of atikaf. The ruh and the spirit of this atikaf is to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. So for that we have to program ourselves. So one is, mashallah, there will be some amal that we will get the chance to do in terms of our tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. So we program ourselves, I must target myself, so much of tilawat daily I must do. These are the time. One is the ijtimai amal that will take place, like we now currently are engaged in a collective program. So there will be in the course of the day some amal that will take place, but there will be ample time besides that. So that time that is now free, what time we need to rest, by all means we rest. But then apart from that, the last thing to do is to get into circles of conversation. So sometimes somebody now is feeling a little bit bored. So in order to now just pass the time or to just now get rid of the boredom, so now you go and sit down next to somebody else. That person is feeling hard to say, like, please, now I want to carry on with something. I want to make my tilawat. I want to get in. Or at least the least is I don't want to get involved in any idle talk in the masjid. He doesn't know how to tell him, sorry, please. Now this person starts off with all kinds of stories. And that person now feeling hard to say no. Now two people get involved in it, then a third person comes. That's the last thing to get into discussions. As I said, we're sitting next to somebody, eating next, oh, there'll be some discussion of, provided as well within the limits, limits of Sharia, limits of the adab of the masjid. But we confine that to just wherever that little bit, but then we keep ourselves occupied in the correct manner. Inshallah, summa inshallah, we will then see the benefit of the etikaf then we will see that purpose and objective being attained. So this is not to be just wild away that the time just goes past. The days will go past, whether we like it or not, whether we still around or not, that time will carry on. Maybe we might not be around, but Ramadan will carry on. And Atika will get completed, whatever. We might be already gone to, Allah knows. But if we still around too, the time will still pass. It's what we make of the time what we achieve out of the time. So let us then, therefore, now focus ourselves, dedicate ourselves. So that program that we have to make, one is, mashallah, some nawafil, etc. as mentioned, the hajjud, then this time for ishraq, salatul duha, we get the chance, awabin, after the maghrib salah, the supper will not be served immediately, it might be about 15-20 minutes after the maghrib. So we have ample time to complete our awabin, complete some tasbihat, etc. So in all these times that we have, fix some amal. Daily, the minimum in terms of tasbihat, la ilaha illallah hundred times, apart from whatever ijtimai zikr we might make, Allah hundred times, this is a bare minimum. Istighfar at least three hundred times, Durood Sharif three hundred times, and then 
ادر تسبیحات استغفار آیت کریمہ لا الہ الا انت سبحانک انی کنت من الظالمین تلاوت اف دا قرآن شریف as much as we can that is the speciality of Ramadan so every person knows his capacity to the best that we can we try to target as much as we can so that we really make the best of this Mubarak month in terms of tilawat of the Quran Sharif so that this barakat of this continues after Ramadan as well and as mentioned the very very important thing while maximizing the do's we make every effort to stay away from the don'ts guarding our tongue, guarding our gaze, guarding and the phone, we will do ourselves the greatest favor, we keep it completely switched off, completely switched off, remind ourselves, remind one another, that this is something that is self-free time now, out of sheer necessity is something, we confine it to some maybe 2-3 minutes in the day, if there is some necessary thing to just send some message of real necessity, other than that, not keep it on silent because that silence also speaks very loudly that phone while it's silent also it shouts out so when it is silent also the person will sleep keep still wanting to know what's going on so keep it completely shut off for the duration of these 10 days and this too will inshallah help us to come out of this phone addiction because this too is an addiction all kinds of addictions and this too is an addiction that a person now cannot do without it. So now this is an ideal time to come out of this addiction as well. So inshallah we conduct ourselves in this manner, we'll see the tremendous benefit with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala accept each one's coming, Allah Ta'ala make it a means of gaining the true nisbat with Allah Ta'ala. Wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala grant us his muhabbat, connect our hearts with him. Allah Ta'ala fill our hearts with taqwa and make this Ramadan and these last few days of Ramadan a turning point in our lives so that whatever Whatever has happened in the past, we make sincere tawbah from it, we turn to Allah Ta'ala in sincere repentance, and we clear that whatever has to be made amends of, we make amends for it, but now we move in the direction of getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala accept our coming, and Allah Ta'ala grant us His special forgiveness. We'll make the zikr of La ilaha illallah hundred times when saying La ilaha at that time to bring to mind that all the ghayrullah all the things that become a barrier between us and getting closer to Allah Ta'ala all the haram, all the filth all the illicit things whatever vices they may be all the ghayrullah we've taken and thrown out of our hearts and illallah, there is this light that is coming into our hearts, which is the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, which is enlightening our hearts. This is a manner of meditation, a manner of muraqaba, which helps to keep that concentration as well. And there is a way of trying to bring in the true spirit of the zikr, inshallah. Beside the Rushri. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا 
يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهل لا اله الا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیا تو بھی مگر غفا رہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تاد میں آخر وردے زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 
اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لك الحمد ملء السماوات وملء الأرض وملء ما بينهما وملء ما شئت من شيء بعد اللهم لك الحمد حمدا دائما مع دوامك ولك الحمد حمدا خالدا مع خلودك ولك الحمد حمدا لا منتهى له دون مشيتك ولك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد بعد الرضا اللهم لك الحمد كما تحب وترضى عدد ما تحب وترضى اللهم لك الحمد من السماوات ومن الأرض ومن أما بينهما ومن أما شئت من شيء بعد جل الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا ربي صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك عبارك وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك أعلى الدرجات وتبات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة وبعد وإن لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا واخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفل لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكها وزكها أنت خير من زكها وزكها أنت خير من زكها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وأحلى دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والأسياد وجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا هملنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخذنا يوم القيامة 
ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد اله العالمين كسي اوبيدين سيرفنت يا الله يلا وي ميكينغ سنسي يا توبه يا الله يلا وي ديفنتلي يا الله يلا ريجريتفول اوف وات وي دان يا الله يلا وي ريموسفول اوف اول ذا ثينجز وي دان ذات وي رونج يا الله يلا وي ريجريت هافينج ديسوبيد يا الله هافينج تشامبل يور كوماندز يا الله اله العالمين تونايت وي ار ميكينغ وذ يور توفيق يا الله وي بريز اور هاز يا الله Allah dispulsi has we praise but to you ya Allah because you have said qul ya ibadi alladhina asrafu ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah ya Allah ya fulahu fi ummati ya Allah Allah has we praise our hands to you ya Allah ya Allah you forgive us ya Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah forgive us ya Allah make us your true and obedient servants ya Allah Allah make us those who ya Allah Ya Allah forever in your obedience ya Allah those who adopt the mubarak way of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah those who are upholding your deen ya Allah upholding the mubarak life of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya Allah Allah make us among the mu'minin mu'minin kamilin ya Allah make us among the muttaqin ya Allah make us among the muhsinin ya Allah make us among the sabirin ya Allah make us among the muhsinin ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah Allah you make us among those ya Allah Allah whom you have forgiven ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah Allah throughout the world ya Allah ever the muslims are in any kind of pain suffering hardship ya Allah Allah remove their difficulties and hardships ya Allah ilahul alamin grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal ya Allah that bring down your rahmat ya Allah save us and the entire ummah from such actions that bring down azab ya Allah Allah we are the means of all the azab ya Allah we are the reason for all the difficulties and hardships ya Allah Allah we have done those kind of actions ya Allah Allah we making toba tonight ya Allah Allah accept our toba ya Allah accept our toba ya Allah Allah we are firmly resolving not to go back to all the sins ya Allah we are firmly resolving not to go back to the haram ya Allah to the looking at filth on our phones ya Allah to the listening of evil ya Allah to the speaking of vulgarity ya Allah to making ghibat ya Allah Allah we are making toba from all the evils in our hearts ya Allah Allah purify our hearts from all the evils ya Allah Allah cleanse our hearts out from all the evils ya Allah cleanse our hearts out from pride ya Allah Allah from riya ya Allah Allah from malice ya Allah from jealousy ya Allah Allah from the love of dunya ya Allah from the love of the ego ya Allah Allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya Allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya Allah Allahumma rizqna hubbak Allahumma rizqna hubbak وحب من يحبك وحب عملي يبلغنا حبك اللهم اجعل حبك احب الينا من انفسنا واهلينا ومن الماء البارد اله العالمين يا الله الا صلوا وحاتوا يا محبتي يا الله let every beat of the heart be with your muhabbat ya allah Allah, let every fiber of our heart be infused with your muhabbat ya allah ilahu alamin every action be out of your muhabbat ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah allah you bless us to ya allah use this opportunity of atikaf in the best way ya allah allah this is solely your gift ya allah this is your grace ya allah this is your mercy ya allah allah is here dirty begad our door ya allah And the boss will give him a slice at the gate and send him off here. <laughs> We won't invite him in our homes, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you allow those dirty people to come in your house, ya Allah. Ya Allah, this is only your grace, ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to use this time correctly, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us this opportunity. You grant us this opportunity, ya Allah. 
Allah, you make us yours in this time, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you connect us to you, Ya Allah. Connect our hearts to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Allah, save us from Ya Allah, wasting the time in wrong things, Ya Allah. In futile things, Ya Allah. In a way that you are displeased, Ya Allah. That is against the adab of the masjid, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, the Mubarak month of Ramadan is still with us, Ya Allah. So much of the time has passed, Ya Allah. We did not use it in the way we should have, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to use the rest of this Mubarak month correctly, Ya Allah. Allah, make it a means of getting free from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allahumma atik riqabana min al-nar. Allahumma atik riqabana min al-nar. Allahumma atik riqabana min al-nar. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, free us, Ya Allah. Our families, Ya Allah, our friends and relatives, Ya Allah, the entire Ummah of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah free us from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we cannot bear the heat of the sun thousands of miles away from us, Ya Allah. Ilaullah, I mean, we can we bear the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah, and save us from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. You bless us with maghfirat, Ya Allah. Bless us with your rahmat, Ya Allah. Bless us with barakat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Those who are in financial difficulties, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant abundant halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Filled with barakat, Ya Allah. Allah, enable it to be used in a way that you are pleased, Ya Allah. In a way that earns the akhirat, Ya Allah. That earns your pleasure, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all those in any kind of difficulty and hardship, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, grant sukoon and itminan to the hearts, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with sukoon and itminan, Ya Allah. Remove all the worries, sorrow, grief, anxiety, depression, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant itminan to the hearts, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us the reality that you have declared, Ya Allah. Allah, bi zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. Allah, fill our hearts, Ya Allah. Fill our lives with your zikr, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those, Ya Allah. In any kind of difficulty and hardship, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who have passed away, make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Raise their sages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, at the time of our mouth, Ya Allah. Take us on iman kamil Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and basuh, Ya Allah. Take us at the time you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the taps of nafs and shaitan at that critical time, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, take us on kamil iman, Ya Allah. Allah, make our covers gardens of jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, grant us the shade of your arsh on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Grant us the water of kosar from the Mubarak hand of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, give us Jannah through Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah, don't take us to task on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Allah, give us Jannah through Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all who have raised their hands to this dua, all who asked us to make dua for them, Ya Allah, is one of each one's heart, Ya Allah. Each one's cry you are aware of, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's joyous needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Make us yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the things that we have asked for, Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, bless us with it, Ya Allah. What we should have been asking for, it did not ask, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us that as well, Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم 
وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين